Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We are the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. We cover everything that's weird and wonderful and worth watching, listening or reading. And we're a bunch of cults. Indeed, we are. We're very, very cult. More than than most, one would say. So... Lots been going on. I'm very stressed out. I apologise if I am not my usual professional self tonight. It's, no one's going to notice the difference. No, they probably won't. Actually, no. It's been um, it's been hell on earth the last seven days. It's just um, I've got to go to a wedding, and it's in Russia on the side of a mountain, and I've got to go on. I think I'm flying out on Friday, and I'm back late very early hours on the sunday slash monday morning and it's the first time that i've been away during the deadline actual weekend so i've tried to get all my work done before i went so that the the issue was got all its artwork all the stuff done all my column written everything all done and the show also takes place now there's that but i will say this we would have missed doing this show a year or two ago yeah wouldn't we and we're still actually we're still doing pro. It. yeah so we're here we're well ahead. Yes. We're all right. Yeah. Doing really we're good. We're all right, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, just panicking. Chill. I would chill. Uh, kiss cat. Imagine being on that mountain. You're just, you know, afraid that, you know, it's going to be like the da- darkest day or whatever, darkest hour. No, I just think I'll end up, I'll end up throwing someone off that mountain. That's <laughs> the way I'm feeling. But no, I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be good. We're all good. We're all here. And there's been loads of stuff happening. The news has been as busy as usual. So we've got lots of good cult yep. News we might you. even get to any of some of it. We might, we might. We did a lot last week, actually. Yeah, we, we did we, cover quite a lot, and we had a lot of great input from the wonderful listeners. And if they're quite welcome to email in and input again, indeed. Which is studio at fabradiointernational.com. And I'm sat here waiting for a tweet at starburst underscore mag. He is. Yeah. It, it, you might not think it. He's got that pensive look. He looks like he's about to crimp one off. <laughs> 
uh, American <laughs> listeners may not know to which I'm referring, but yeah, I'm sure you have an uh... equivalent um, expression. So the the show tonight will start off by saying that there's been a big... I'm not going to start a big, massive shilling exercise uh, over the film festival. It is starburstfilmfest.co.uk and literally within the last couple of hours we've had some more stuff confirmed and that's gone on. We're in negotiations with some big stars at the moment and we're hopefully going to be bringing even more stuff over the next couple of weeks. But yeah, we've got a few big... Um, big big things to announce and today we've got a a great announcement we, we, we've we actually got uh, Steve Pemberton confirming that he's here with us for the preview the first ever showing of Inside Number 9 Season 3 so that's quite good if you that's like excellent. that show then boom yeah, that is excellent indeed and there's loads of other stuff that's been announced on the site. Have you have you seen the new stuff, Martin? Yeah, I'm just looking at it now because you know we last to know. But uh, <laughs> the heretic, death the heretics. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Paul Hyatt's new film. Yes, we we loved uh, the seasoning house, which is his debut. Yeah, uh, but he's done. Uh, they did one Howl last year, which was really good as well. Right. Yeah, uh, yes. Looking forward to having him there. So he's uh, he's there, and and could you tell them a little bit more about Heretic? Because I don't know that much about that. I know what it is. I don't. It's, know it's his late. It's his latest film, and uh, there was a little preview of it at one of the Fright Fest, Fright Fest Glasgow. Yeah, I've not seen that. And it was literally just a, a few moments from it here right. and there. But uh, by the looks of it, we've got to get a, a special presentation of it. We certainly are. That it is. might it might get cut after we've seen it. You never know. Indeed, but but we all. It's got Michael Ironside in it. Yeah, Michael so. Ironside. It'd be Every, good if everybody he came knows along, him, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be good if he came along? We, we, you never know. The that's the worst, sort. Strange things have happened. That's what I'm saying. The early bird tickets are on sale now, and they are not going to be on sale for much longer. I think that's coming to an end imminently. So anybody who's wanting to get those before they go uh, now's a good time yep. and keep looking at the site starburstfilmfest.co.uk for the latest updates and everything that goes on there unlike a lot of people and I'm not having a go at anybody I'm just saying that some people that put these things on even if they're talking to somebody the pictures are up there straight away we've got that around a big row of people we're only putting confirmed uh contracts up there anybody that's signed up they've confirmed it's agreed they're coming definitely coming they i'm not saying they won't cancel before it the, well, the day it, that you can't you can't stop people being ill well but, they also get jobs as well i know and that 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 is subject to that but at least they are definitely they've signed up at the moment when they go on the site which is more than a lot of places so it's uh, it's going to be worth watching out for now we've got some other stuff um, to talk about and, and a quick one I just want to say thank you to everybody because we've got some great news the UK mm. Podcast Awards last year we won the TV and movie podcast so we won the best TV movie podcast in the UK uh, win the UK Podcasters Award which is really really good this year we were nominated for the best podcast in the uk the actual best podcast in the uk mm. in the same awards and the awards are coming up on the 18th of june and it's a big black tie swanky event down in london and it should be a lot of fun and the good news is the first segment of it the first stage was on facebook and you there are about 100 people in it 
and out of those 100, 10 are chosen, the 10 that got the most votes. Not only did we uh, get through, we've got through. We were actually the people that got the most votes, nearly 700 votes. We were over 100 and odd over the nearest rival, and it was all down to you guys, and and I can't thank you enough. I can't believe it. You were right. Uh, Not only do you go round uh, Tesco and WH Smith reordering the piles of magazines so that we're at the front mm-hmm. you also always can be relied upon like a little army to to go out there and help vote for this sort of stuff now why it's important is we're an independent company we're not yeah we're not a, a little fanzine but we're we're still an independent magazine it's actually more difficult for us because we're at that awkward size where we're we're a proper professional magazine on sale everywhere, but we don't have the staff and the support of one of the massive blue chip billion dollar media companies like that, like our own the own empire, say, and SFX. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying it means a lot more to us because we personally get to see all of this happen. We're not, we're not just get a letter going, oh, this magazine that you own just won an award. We're there. Me and Martin were there last year and mm-hmm. and some magazine didn't even bother turning up. And, and and it was it's a big award. The UK Podcast Awards by New Media is um is a very big thing. It's it already moved down to London to to because so many people, obviously the media are all down there and we're sort of on an arm up here out on a limb but that's changing because with media city i don't know what you think martin i think mm. things are changing for I manchester think, yeah, there's certainly a, a shift yeah and i think that uh, that could only be a good thing now so we're still not there so yeah the event is in london it's on the 18th now we're de- we're through to the second stage uh there's 10 of us it's going to be a real bum fight now. It's going to be really difficult. Yeah, the because, gloves are off. Yeah, it's ten of us, and as I said, we haven't got. We've only got you guys. We haven't got anybody else. So, if you do go on and see, is there a link on the, the Starburst? There's site? a link on the uh, Facebook. Star, the Facebook site. There's a link on the yeah. Starburst site. There's a link on the Twitter site. Yeah, just just find it and go on. And here's the good thing that I would say to you. You can vote every day, and I think it's on for the next seven days. And I know it's a pain in the bum. Yeah, uh, if you happen to have your phone on you and you can spare that little bit of time to do that every day, you may, it, we may win that. Your show that you listen to may win the the award for best UK podcast. Yeah. Now that would be huge for us being an independent company and also it would be a victim it would be a victory for stupidity over common sense which is yeah, always think, yeah. amusing and it's a it's a victory for the listeners as well yeah to, it is, to, yeah to show that they've uh well they're stupid enough to listen yeah so so you know they've committed their two hours a week together. for us mm. so we're all stupid together and, is the best way and you never know if they come to the film festival as well we'll buy them a drink Oh, listen, that was happening anyway. You might, But even, we expect two back. Well, we, we'll get you some Barry Norman's pickled onions. Yeah. They're going to be in abundance there. Jaeger water will be there. Jaeger water Flowing will be there. like treacle. But I don't want... If any of you want to take me to one side, I might tell you the, the secret recipe for Jaeger water. <sighs> I don't think so. That's, that's going to go to your grave, though. Are you sure? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, That's I know your legacy. I, well, look, it is. And I know for a fact that nobody else is drinking it. No. Because I was I, out. Because I could tell you that. I'll tell you last week. Because it was, was bloody awful. Last time I was out, I was watching people and I thought, because I, I went to the Bunch of Fives um, do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you'd think there, it was all all in your face, big, big uh, event. It was the the five bands and the chip uh, chip battles at the end. Yeah, and That's no, not the no one, no ba- one, no. baked potato chips. No, 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 no. This was. Yeah, you are aware of the chip. Oh battles, yeah, I know. I'm just being facetious. It is a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah. Is it not that I don't like it? I, 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 I was the, the kids. Dead the kids like it, but that's the main thing. Yeah, no. But no one was on Jaeger Water. No. I will say this. Yeah, you know, I'm the, clue. the guy who won. It was right. He, he was um, the guy who, who lost. Rather, there was two of them. And I can't remember the names of the guy. I like the, the other guy was robbed. The the guy that that actually came second, the guy who won, he just won because he managed to slip in the uh, Tetris theme that just came on, and everyone went uh, yeah, and it got a bit of a cheer. That was the probably other guy, already set into his machine. Yeah, I know, but the other guy was whipping lots of little samples in and out, and it, to me, he was way more talented. This is the one they do on like, Nintendo DSs and Game yeah. Boys and things. That's isn't it? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, the light sequences. You remember when the propeller heads did those yeah. sort of very distinctive sequences that were out in the nineties? Yeah. And the, in fact, it is. It's good. The propeller head sequencer you can actually still buy. It, they they do in it and they do upgrade for it and and it was that that sound that goes and you keep yeah. putting different loops in stuff. A bit like the pigeon street theme yeah you can you can do that yeah yeah you actually can and do you know what that would have got that would have got a cheer yeah a few that, at least yeah it would have oh i was dead excited me <laughs> i was behaving like a nutter because i was dead excited for it's him like winning it was, I did, was none I didn't have any oh no you had your stitches and everything. I had my, no I'll tell you what I did do I did have um, I had straight vodka and I was using it to, to the mouthwash deaden it. it it works <laughs> it absolutely works but the problem is you're on painkillers then you do that to deaden it and next minute everything's weird yeah like last week's show I remember last week's show but when I was listening back to it I didn't remember it being like that no. I'm not joking. Yeah, you know, look, I'm just being clear. I've had a little procedure inside mouth. So I was on some tablets last week and then I decided, oh, I could do with a little bit of vodka to, to take the edge off the pain. So I take the edge off the show. Yeah, and it did take <laughs> the edge off the show. But I was listening to the show getting it ready for podcast and I thought, oh, that's this bit's good, isn't it? It was almost like, you know, yeah, what? Like, hey, new. Yeah, brilliant. But it's not because I was out, out. I remembered the show. I remember every bit of it. No, but it was good it, last week. But we seemed more professional than I remembered when yeah, I was listening God, back we, to it. We must have been drunk. Well, you know, just how it came across. It was funny, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, still a lot of mistakes, though, you know. Oh, well. I know. It's what they love. It's what they love. I know. But we've got a magazine on sale as well. Go on. It's uh, 425. Yep. Independence Day. Resurgence. Yeah. We looking forward to that. This is my question: Are you actually now? Please get on Twitter or get on on um, email because they put that a five minute clip out. Yeah. Like it was a clip. It's a, still a trailer. It wasn't a clip, but it's five minutes. And I and I, I don't know. I still I thought, oh, this will be the bit where everyone starts getting excited and all that. I don't know one person who said to me, oh, I can't wait for that. No, I just don't. There just doesn't seem to be any any zeitgeist whatsoever. And the other one that's a bit disappointing, although you'll probably have different thoughts on it because you were you had a face like smacked ass every time I've mentioned it. It's um, <laughs> the 
the Alice through the looking glass. Oh, no, no, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you just don't seem... Mm, you seem I'm, like, I'm, mm, I'm mm. like that all the time, mate. Oh, OK, yeah, well, you seemed more mm, than normal <laughs> once when I mentioned it. That's like I had a stroke no, I mentioned did that. it to a few people. I've gone, oh, because I, I love that book. I prefer that to Alice in Wonderland. So when I heard Burton was doing that, and I... I enjoy. Well, you see, Burton's not directing this one, though. So. Oh no, yeah, but it's yeah. still it's still it's his aesthetic. style in it. Look, yeah. it's it's and the other one, um, Alice in Wonderland. I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed that. I did. It I was thought Depp was amazing in it. Yeah, I did. So I was kind of oh really excited about this, and then it's just yeah bad news about the whole thing, and it all doesn't revolve around the film, unfortunately. Mm, and I think that's that's bad timing, isn't it? I think it's bad timing, and I will get into. Uh, I will get. In, I've got a couple of minutes. I'm just going to say, isn't she? Isn't she a trouble causing little tart? Yeah, isn't she? I, I wouldn't use that word, but you I know. would. Yeah. I would. I don't use it very bit, often. Bit, bit but of a I'm minx. using it. I'm using it because she's a trouble causing cow really i mean i'm sorry i know you're supposed to be open-minded about it but i you know i was trained for years to be a barrister and it don't go away and when you go into summer i'm always reading summer and you know been in the office well said to you oh look at him there he's done this and he's done that you just know because mm. you're that used to dissecting a conversation that you, you you know what you're looking for and when it all came out that johnny depp had been smacking her about and he did her with this mobile phone I started looking at all this and none of it made sense what she was saying. None of it stuck together very well. Mm. And then the suddenly this picture turns up with the mark on the face and the, the picture with the mark on the face at the beginning, uh, it's actually, I believe, worse than I thought. At the beginning, I looked at it and I thought, yeah, she's hit herself in the face. Because mm. I'll tell you why, because I did this, um, there was this rape case that I was involved in once and uh, you weren't she actually had, involved in the rape no I was representing no, the that, guy that's all uh, right, and he completely had nothing to do with it whatsoever and can I just say she admitted at the end and they discontinued the case yeah mm. because she admitted actually in the doc that she just made it up now you're thinking, oh, I bet she got got some bird, didn't she? No, she got of course, sent I know down. they don't. No, she yeah. got nothing. So that's why I'm saying it's horrible the other way when you've got a lady who no one believes and some bad guy's getting away with it. it and is, he's it's done terrible, that. And it's terrible it? the other way. It's an awful crime to be com- com- convicted wrongly of, and it's an awful crime to not go punished, and that's the problem. Now, with this one, I, I looked at that... And I thought, that's really odd, because that's how that girl... Had, and she admitted she'd punched herself in the face. And she actually said that, because they, they actually did a workaround around the knuckle, and they, mm. they figured out that it perfectly matched her fingers, the circumference, the whole lot. Anyway, and the so, angle would be the yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that arrived, and then, and all the way through it, she goes for spousal... She's with him a year. She then goes for spousal custody. After right, his his wife is sorry, his mother died mm. two days after and this is not a case of oh his mother died, he's estranged from it. No, this is his mother who he worshipped and anybody who knows anything about Johnny Depp he's, he's always going on about her. And he was with her and she uh, she died and yeah, do you know what? I'll bet he wasn't in a great place. But even if you were gonna leave somebody, yeah, you just maybe just don't be home when they come back and leave a note saying we need to talk in a few days when you're over all this or whatever. Yeah. But instead, no. And two days after, his mother's dead, dead, literally still not cold in the coffin. 
she decides, oh, they're splitting up and blah, blah, blah. Then next minute she goes to spousal custody, $50,000 a week. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you, <coughs> you, you're wondering, Sorry. oh, what do I believe here? And yeah, easy, you could believe Johnny Depp takes some gear, he gets carried away, and he's not the guy that you see on TV. Yeah, but no then, one's but, ever but, that. But, but isn't sweet, it funny? Clean. But his daughter's quite high profile now. She's in Yoga Hoses by Kevin Smith, so mm-hmm. she's high profile. And um, his wife, Vanessa Paradis, mm-hmm. who was with him for 14 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's come out and Yeah, and I'm him. always very, very, very sceptical when I see a guy who, who's been married for God knows how long and there's been no incident of anything, because 14 years, that is a long time to go with it. If, if you had a predilection for slashing out, be it mash, you know, sl- slapping people or being violent... Lashing or, out is the word you want Yeah, not slashing out, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's when you whittle on people. Out, yeah. They... Uh, <laughs> You you know, something would have happened at some stage. Because mm. you're not telling me with 14 years, there's not a bad night. No. Where someone's had too much to drink, some bad news has happened, something what happened. So yeah. I'm sceptical about it. Yeah. So I'm 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 one of them. I I I'm, I know it's that law guy in me that's sort of going, no, this doesn't add up, whatever. And I'm still trying to be open-minded, but it doesn't look very good. And unfortunately, not for her. Certainly, but the problem is it's made him look terrible. Mm. And there is a certain ethos out there at the moment where if a guy gets accused of this, mud sticks pretty damn quick. Yeah. And the the fact maybe this movie is bad or whatever, but yeah, I've just put this to you. This was, if anything, the Alice in Wonderland movie, the Alice Through the Looking Glass, Johnny Depp. This is a movie you take your girlfriend slash wife slash partner to. See. Yeah. You don't. This is not one where you go on your own or with a few mates with a, and get have a few drinks. No, and go it's, and watch it's a not a lad, film. lad or a chick flick. Is no, it? it's so. not. It, this is a couple sort of movie, yeah. and it's sort of family films. Well. Yeah, exactly. And I would think it's pretty well on all levels. It's bad in it because if you're the the dad, you're going right. I'll just right, dear. We're just going to see um, the latest Johnny Depp movie. What? Yeah. Who's in it? Like, yeah. Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. Oh, 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 right, Johnny yeah. Depp. You know, because then it's like. He's got a daughter there, and you know, got to you got to basically leave the guy alone, and, yeah. and you don't want to be sat watching this with all these allegations when you've got a partner with you. And that's why um, you're not telling me it's not affected the box office because it yeah. has, and it has been apocalyptic box office as well. Yeah. And word of mouth did not get out quick enough to do that to it. It is an odd opening as well. It opened on Bank Holiday Monday over it. Well, Which I is thought like, you that know, was on purpose. I, I thought, thought that would be like a sort of seven-day weekend, didn't it? Then, yeah. Well, it's they wish it was a two-day, two-day week. The mm. way this is bombed because it's just getting worse and worse. And the problem now is the once you'd say something's a bomb, it bombs even more. And yeah, the, yeah. this is going to be one of the biggest box office uh, disasters of the year. But don't cry too many tears because he's going to come back with the Pirates of the Caribbean and hopefully this might have blown over or been resolved but here's the thing uh, they, there was a press conference and the um, she, they, she, there's not many pictures of this out there and it's difficult to find but she went for a meeting yeah and this is when this, the uh, uh, legal team said she's a hero for coming forward and all that to counter mm. the Vanessa Paradis uh, story where she's saying yeah I've never seen any of this this doesn't even sound like the guy that I've been yeah. with and she's you know no reason to say that and uh, yeah the marks moved the marks moved it's not in the same place so there you go yeah. and on that on that little bombshell I'm not gonna I, I know I'm sticking my neck out here and I'm probably gonna get a load of grief over yeah, this because and this I shouldn't might not, really this might not be in the iTunes broadcast 
it depends how many, how much grief I get in emails, and then if I'm yeah, all right, emailing I'll leave it in with as, uh, with, with as much grief as you want. Yeah, you you guys who email in actually dictate what ends up in this show when it's <laughs> edited. Actually, I'll be honest; it very rarely gets edited. It is the rawest podcast out there. Are you going to buy me a drink? How about coming for a ride? At first, the police thought the girl had been hacked to pieces by a sex maniac. But now, investigation reveals much more. The terror they are hunting is something less than human, more monster than man. This girl wasn't born. She was assembled piece by piece from living human flesh. The killer took her apart the same way. This is what nightmares are made of. Scream and Scream Again with Vincent Price, Christopher Lee, and Peter Cushing is the ultimate in horror shock that will make you scream and scream again in color. Rated M. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Look deep within the waters. Reveal yourself. The means of your resurrection comes nearer... Yes, four damaged souls throw themselves into the void to bring it to me. I have toiled years searching for the funerary mask. The vessel of my... uh, Your... My... Car. It feels close. Close, yes. Perhaps we should rest before continuing. I would like the opportunity to examine the mask in more detail. No. I must make further study to provide the Pathfinders with a detailed report of its abilities. No! Ask... No! I wore that thing, remember? It ain't right. And it ain't coming out of my pack. Got it? Yes. Got it. I must look deeper. Find it and bring it to me. The forgotten pharaoh must be whole. Bring it to the sightless sphinx. Come in this way. We've got to move. If we move, they'll see us. If we don't, we're dead. Pathfinder Legends. Mummy's Mask. Chapter 4. Secrets of the Sphinx. Across the world, 24 hours a day. 
welcome back. The the actual subject matter we were discussing before we went for the break is very, very horrible. And I, all it is with me, I just cannot get my head around the version that that is uh, hovering around of of, uh, of Johnny Depp. And it's not that I'm a massive Johnny Depp fan. I, I just, think the truth will come out. I hope one way does. or another but it's very 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 damaging this and and, I think, and that's why they do it i know that's why they do it they want people like me and you discussing it on the radio show so yeah well, I well, guess. They, well they want people just to assume the worst yeah they do but i i don't and i hope people will be a bit open-minded until a bit more information comes out because i'm i'm way 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 short of being convinced of what i've seen so here we go we got some emails chris saunders is saying Hello, long-time fan of the podcast, Stabbers, reader since issue one, John Brosnan, completist, winner of the caption competition on two occasions. Yay! Holy gosh. And listening live for the first time tonight, so please make it a good one. Well, well we can't guarantee well, that. Well, dear me. We're, we're, we're working on making the magazine a good one. I this hope. is, this this is, is a, a side project. Yeah, once a, once a month there is a show where if I were to put money on it, being a little bit off the rails well twice a month because one just after the deadline as well the one after the deadline though is more relaxed than, and there's oh, usually a we, bit we, of a drink involved and, and, and we're also doing the deadline a lot easier now so it's yeah it is because it's not, it's we're not so as, good it's not as stressful we're as it so used to pro. be yeah and uh, yeah well uh, that's John Brosnan completist and I'm, I write his column now yeah. there you go Dave. sort of like you or you're, you and me we're both in dead man's shoes aren't yeah, we I know that's the way I'm used to he got rid of Chris I got rid of John you know yeah so uh, we, we, we hope you're coming to the film festival. You need to, Chris. Yes. We'll be, you'll have a good, you'll have a great time. I think if you win the uh, caption contest four times, you get uh, ten pound off the ticket. Do you? No. But, oh right, but, no. But it gives him a I chance. I was going to say, when did we do that? I don't remember. <laughs> but but that's the thing with me. I'm 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 open to the fact that I've fallen asleep at some stage. Yeah. While some, but I think that, that's discussed. a good incentive for him to keep trying to win. I think I think so. I think so. Eddie Although, Haddock, though, oh, I'm not yeah. going to say, but no. Uh, no, I can say a little yeah. bit. He's he sent an email, he sent a letter in, and he's not able to accept his his free pass to the film fair because he's going to Fright Fest, so he's returned it. But his letter's really good, so we got a dilemma: does he win the the Star Letter again? Yeah, and then he get he might end up with another uh, another free pass. He could sell it on the black market. So I'll give his pass away to somebody. We we could do it in his name, the Eddie, Eddie Haddock Memorial Pass, and once a yeah. year we give one out. Yeah, we'll think about it until he turns up. And indeed, until we guilt him. Yeah, either that or I'll have to bankrupt right first. I'll have to go for him. No, we can't do that. Why not? Because they're good people. I'm only kidding. Yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> good God, I'm not sat here with a, a white cat. <laughs> anyway, well, you do often sit there stroking pussy, but oh dear me, dear dear, 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 dear. That, sometimes a, a, a pussy. There needs to be there needs to be a break. No, just for ten minutes or something. I don't know. I didn't. It, it, the pink flute was very restrained in last last week's show. No, I you thought. see, I was good last week. It's only one or two. There was some other cracking stuff though. I've not listened back to it yet. Got some cracking stuff yeah. out off that one. Yeah, you were. There was one bit. There, where there was I'd one just, line I didn't I'd remember. Saying. I'd, I'd, you, know, I'd, you, you were. There was this little bit, and I just gave up, and and I can't remember why. They, but I just went, God, you, yeah, I just I swore this way. You're a fucking mess this week. You are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm used to you, you saying that. To get, me. No, but I really <laughs> meant it as well. I thought, oh God, that sounded awful. That um, get Mike the cock cold, Coldwell. Oh, yeah. Saying, that's what I said. 
So what you say? We like the cock. We do, yeah. <laughs> no, with this one I do, definitely. Yeah. Uh, just about to watch one of my favourite movies, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Oh, Pol- super. Political allegory, big hair, great music and giant breasts. Russ Mayer, genius or fruitcake. That's Absolute genius. I adore Russ Mayer I think movies. It's, I think it's both. He was, All his movies are He superb. was mad. He was crazy. The If you look at his early films through to where he ended up, the the early stuff is bizarre, some of it. It's, some it's, of it's really, really uh, gritty. And oh, yeah. Do, mud honey do you and remember Fast the, Pussycat Kill Kill and things like I'm that. I'm talking about the, the westerns. Oh, the, uh, the Wild Gals of the yeah, Naked yeah, West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bizarre, yeah. that film. Yeah. It's got such a weird atmosphere. And it's got the guy, just was a, it's got literally a plastic mask on. And that's the character. You, you've, you can't imagine that film. You need to catch that film. I, I bought all of these, and I have, obviously I've not, the, there's, what what is available on Blu-ray with this? Really, there's I mean. only Valley of the Dolls that's on yeah. Blu-ray. Whereas, although, I'll be honest, there is um, one that's not been released over here that's uh, available in American Blu-ray, uh, Fanny Hill, which is just a great excuse for me to say Fanny. But I've got that on DVD, I think. It, which was released by Vinegar Syndrome, right? Uh, but the Blu-ray, yeah. God, so. What a, what a childish name for a, for a, for a, an imprint. Vinegar what? syndrome. Do you know what vinegar syndrome is? I know what vinegar. Well, well, I know what stroking the vinegar is. No, vinegar stroke. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Sorry. Vin- well, vinegar well syn- I fought on you anyway. You vinegar- were obviously the expert. Yeah, on vinegar this. syndrome's that's the cinematic term. Oh, go on, go on. It's because when the old celluloid used to decompose in the tins, oh, when they opened it, yeah, it had yeah. a vinegar smell. Yeah, right, I know, now I know, that makes sense. Yeah, Good. and it was about restoring films and things. Okay, you just, so I got You just dragged it down to I your level. I did drag it down, yeah, I'm not Dragged it down straight. to my level. But I do really like Russ Mayer films, and they brought out a, they brought a lot of them out on one set. Yeah, the Arrow brought it out, yeah. They, uh, the they had the white cover mm. and they were all dvd and if you bought them all in a set they looked absolutely brilliant, it has the same as the picture on the side. yes it yeah, did yeah, I, yeah. I love stuff like that it's like yeah. you know when you're buying the james bond novel, novels and they're all pan and you can put them in a nice light uh, row and know. they come up with a, the gun logo yeah yeah, yeah. i love yeah. stuff like that so that's good dench says going to russia a rich kid going to a commie country you wanker well you see dench much as i i fight every week for your political approval and and social economic advice maybe i can explain that i'm actually a full-blown socialist i never inherited a penny from anybody in my life i started the company that i've got now with uh, 350 quid because the actual original fab cafe in manchester was right in the epicenter of the bomb and i had to watch on tv as it was blown to pieces didn't know it had happened and then had to watch the Granada Tonight programme uh, pan along the street and there was the ruins of it. So then ended up having to beg, borrow, scrape. I had a load of toys, about 350 quid, managed to open a bar, did that, scraped it all together and I'm still scraping things together now. But, yeah, you know, there's just... Um, when we open things, there's a few more zeros behind it. That's the only difference. But no, rich kid, that's that's the best laugh I've yeah. ever had. That yeah, well, you well know. It shows what he knows, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I love that rich kid. Wowzers, never been called that before. And believe me, there's a list of things I have been called. Yeah, Kaz is saying, cannot wait for the festival. That's great. That's um, never can we. I'm glad. I I I cannot wait. Tickets are selling fast. You better get. We we must point out as well the early bird mm. thing. 
does run out very, very soon, possibly tomorrow, I think. I don't like the name of it. Uh, but, but it's a super early bird. There's, um, oh, t- oh, t- yeah. oh, seriously. This is, you've got to play seriously. the game. You've got to play what the game. Mean? Everybody what, does what, this. Why are you, I don't care. Why are we doing this? Because we're trying to give super, people a bargain. Super, duper, early, early bird. Super, whooper, duper, early, say, early what, bird. What I'm trying to say... Well, it's confusing is, to me. ...is when the price does go up, it's not going up by a massive amount. It's still going to be very affordable. Well, now you've just undermined anybody buying not at any all. tickets tonight. Because everybody loves a bargain. Yeah, you're going to save 20, 30 quid or something. But... I thought it was Raymond. No, that was rubbish, that show. Oh, right, no, it's just you said everybody loves a bargain. That's not, I don't remember that. No, do you remember the uh, K and the Gang song? No. Women love a bastard. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe Johnny Depp's God wife should dear do me. That, <laughs> that is the catchiest. Right, this group, K-U-N-T and the Gang, um, they released this song, and it's called Women Love a Bastard. And uh, maybe the... put it in right now. It's good to have a little bit, but uh, but it's the funniest. Little bit of funniest. Um, yeah, it's the funniest lyrics. I, I mean, that's the thing with him. He's mad, and he's but he's lyrically genius. But oh, he's super. the crudest, crudest, childish stuff. And I, and I've ta- I've taken people across to Fab when he's been on, and. There's been some people have just looked at me like, "What have you dragged me to this for?" And there's other people who've just gone, "Oh my god, it's genius!" You know. Yeah. I think this um, this tour is coming up. That's uh, yeah. October, I think. Is yeah. uh, it's farewell tour? It's not his farewell it tour. No, it's not. He's going to go back to quit fit or something. No, it's it's not his farewell tour. It's a gimmick, and it? no, he's seriously he's giving up. My favourite song he did was um, Gary didn't do it. Yeah. about the Gildando uh, murder yeah, because obviously they locked up that nutcase but still he was quite a bit of a nutcase wasn't he yeah. and, and he said I think he said Gary didn't uh, sorry Barry Bulsardi was it that's yeah. Barry yeah Barry yeah. yeah sorry he did two songs Barry didn't do it and Gary did do it yeah. Gary did do it was about uh, our friend uh, and glam rocker Mr mm. Gary Glitter and Barry didn't do it is about Barry Bulsardi and I think the lyrics for Barry Bulsardi was Barry didn't do it Barry didn't do it Barry didn't kill Jill Jill Dando he was just hiding in the bushes dressed as a commando yeah and I thought those <laughs> were the best genius. lyrics I've ever heard you know it's yep. incredible although very sad for Jill Dando's family yes that's a little disclaimer at the end yeah I'm not making I light. I don't really. This is the, the not I, making light of it show. I know, but I didn't really sound that sincere because I don't know her family. And, and, and she, the didn't, I, she was on Crime Watch UK, wasn't she? There you go. What did she do? TV. 
She was the presenter. Oh, right, I thought you meant she was... Well, she was on Crime... Actually, she was on yeah, Crime Watch yeah, UK yeah, as well as a victim yeah, yeah, yeah. after she got shot in the right temple. There you yeah. go. It's in the details. Right temple. It's, it's all in the details. Was there we there? go. Paul Ripley's listening to the show. Oh, God. That's unfortunate. Because <laughs> of all that's going on. Yeah. Um, anyway, Paul, Quick. I hope you liked our advice for people. Tonight, it's been good. And... Yeah, Paul's probably having uh, he's probably having a bit of a meltdown over his Top Gear programme. Yeah. Like, he, I don't know, I've not actually seen Paul's I'm, I'm... Facebook or anything, but I would imagine that uh, he's one of the, the mob that, 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 uh, that, that like, bring oh, him down. It's rubbish, it's rubbish, it's terrible. It's and you go, hang on, it's not on for another two weeks yet. <laughs> Paul Ritler saying, good <laughs> evening, chaps. Just wanted to say, really looking forward to the film festival, thank you. Yeah. But need to tell you about an underrated TV series called Banshee. To me, it's the ultimate classic uh, cult show, which is has now completed, by the way, three series of pure joy, which has all the classic elements. Slightly weird religion, a very good-looking woman. Blood and violence, right-wing skinheads, plus the obligatory Chinese computer expert hacker. You have to check it out. Also, season two of Mr. Robot is due out. The trailers are online now. I haven't actually seen that trailer. You're ahead no, of me no, there, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I have downloaded... Uh, um, <laughs> no, I haven't. I have bought at the shop. Uh, <laughs> shit. There's a bleep. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. No, you can download it from iTunes. Okay, that must be where I downloaded yeah. it from. Um, Banshee, uh, and I have it waiting on my on my hard drive to watch at some stage. Of course, I we can't condone that sort of stuff, can Not we? Not at all. So there we go. But yeah, back back on the Top Gear thing. Yeah, the yeah. old the old <laughs> the meltdown. No, I was waiting for it because I said after after it came, I said. The minute this comes out, they're all there. And they've already written it. Oh, of yeah. course they they've have. already written it. It's like, oh, it's rubbish. Oh, it's rubbish. Oh, it's rubbish. They're as, they're as bad as proper geeks, ain't they? So. Yeah, I know. And it's it's one of them. But at the end of the day, what um, what about what about the um, you know what about what what about what happened though? That's my point. If if, yeah. if people do miss the old lineup, then maybe they should have. You know, got their their hero to behave a bit better. Yeah, and he'd maybe still he be shouldn't on have had his, uh, his ego get on, get the better of him, and think he can slap people about. Mm. We're just doing jobs. I for know. Him. And Helen C did take offence at that little jibe that I made, which I shouldn't have made. <laughs> Believe me, I'm very much for equal treatment. I was just worried that that particular case that's going on right now is, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just absolutely, absolutely it, awful. If she certainly wants to make a complaint and things like that, it shouldn't be all over the media. No, it shouldn't. I mean, I don't think this should anyway, but he shouldn't be. It depends. If he has done that, he, he has done it. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't a, know, and book, there's no it? defending anything like no, that No, absolutely. We wouldn't even attempt no, to it. At the end of the day, they, it's appalling. And like I say, I've, I've done both. I've defended people who, who were accused of that, and it, they literally fell apart on the uh, prior to being convicted or prosecuted of any any kind. The the actual accuser has come forward and just withdrawn and admitted it was all you mm. know all lies. And the guy that I'm representing just has to go on with his life, and it's pretty much wrecked. And I've also seen cases which are absolutely shocking and horrendous, and and thankfully i've helped get the right result in that yeah. but th this one i don't i don't believe that um johnny depp has has done what he's accused of based on the evidence no i don't no. i don't it doesn't make sense to me no 
I we're don't know. We're going to go to the news then. I think we'd better, right, hadn't I? Uh, if we're getting any more trouble. Yeah. So, uh, there we go. Um, uh, I will be back after we uh, find out what's going on in the real world. I don't. I, I, don't, I haven't got a clue. I haven't even seen the news today, have you? No. Oh, well, might as well have maybe, a listen to maybe this. Maybe Rebecca then. will tell us what's going on. Indeed. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Rebecca Foster. Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Now, the world's most amazing attraction. The whole town is whispering about Sex Spade. Bold, fearless, the motion picture that calls a spade a spade. Shocking beyond description, exclusive showing of Sex Fiend. No children under 16 will be admitted. Many will faint, many will cry, but you will never forget Sex Fiend. Naked desire breaks loose in the most revealing picture ever filmed. A dramatic thunderbolt. You must see Sex Fiend. 78,000 people saw it in Philadelphia, 72,000 in Baltimore, 84,000 in Atlanta, Banned in Boston. Children under 16 will not be admitted with or without their parents. Uniform police will supervise admissions. You must see Sex Fiend. Sex Fiend. Sex Fiend. Sex Fiend. Sex Fiend. Starburst Magazine, issue 425. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. Across the world. a day. This is Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Welcome Boom. back. Boom. There we go. We're here. The non-controversial. Yeah, well, I've got my head together now. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm all good. Yeah. So, finally listening to it live, says Mick. Just renewed my subscription and booked two tickets for the get together at the MMU. You know they, what? We, we love you. We do. PPS, yeah. Johnny Depp was always set up for a fall. He's just too nice. Mm, mm. That's possible, yeah. Mm. And Den says he doesn't seem to believe that uh, started the company with 350 quid. And he says he bets that your perv mate has had a wank in the radio studio. Which one? Indeed, he should have been more careful and, and, and stipulated which one because yeah, you know, it no. could be anyone, couldn't it? it? You mean this one? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've not seen him do it. That's all no. I know. Anyway, Sophie V says, agree with you totally, Mike. She's trying it on big time women like that. Make me sick and set women back 100 years. Love, Sophie. So, where are we at? What's Twitter doing? Twitter? Well, we've had one. We've had a lot of people nominating us for the uh, Radio Podcast Award, which is what you have to do to let us win. Uh, which is very, very good. And uh, and our wonderful friend, Victor Vortex, David Geldard, mm. has uh, asked us, uh, he's just started re-watching the Elm Street sequels, and he's asked us, which are the classics stroke stinkers? All of them. Whoa. Stinkers. St- sequels, all? Most of them. Well, you can't say that. Can Number you? three was pretty good. Right, well, what are we talking about again? So Elm Street. Elm Street, right. Number three was... Number three to me, the first, the story was the, the warriors, first yeah. one, and then the second one didn't do anything. It was like weird. It didn't seem to even fit in. If you watch them all now, that's the one that sort of does its own thing, and it, it doesn't even really fit in well. The first one, 
and the third one had a story arc mm. and it involving Nancy, her dad, other stuff. And you can just watch that as one whole story. So those two are love. Um, the Dream Child basically starts off with a load of them getting the ones that are left over at the other film getting killed off, but doesn't really do much with it. And this, the Dream Child is more like a construct. He doesn't literally have a child. There's this baby, sort of weird baby figure in it at some point that it's not even clear what it is. Um, really not much else happens. You could keep watching them and watching them and they're the same thing again and again and again until Freddy versus Jason, really, isn't it? Yeah, and that was then, awful. And then you've got the remake and I'm not a big fan of them. So uh, to me... Well, the always... final chapter, apart from the 3D bit, and that was even a bit rubbish... The final chapter... Um, was it called the final chapter? That was Friday the 13th, that, the final but, yeah, chapter. Yeah, but what that's, was the Freddy one? I can't Freddy's remember. dead. Freddy's dead, dead, the final nightmare. That that's the, 3D, the one. 3D bit. I don't remember it. I it, just do that not remember exactly. it. Exactly, apart from the 3D bit, you don't remember anything. No, I don't. I don't remember that. I mean, Although, they, they pushed, they pulled those two, Friday the 13th and, and, and Nightmare on Elm Street, got absolutely milked, didn't they? Oh, gotcha. You know, I mean, but I will say that later on, at least, Friday the 13th had a sense of how ludicrous it all was. I set him to space. Yeah, that was that was funny. That well, was genuinely see, funny. The that trouble one. is with the Elm Street ones, it became more of a comedy. Yeah. And, the, it, you know, it was even a kid's uh, tie range, wasn't it? But at the end so. of the day, it shouldn't be a comedy, because it's no. actually horrendous. The, the The actual person himself, is a child molester, and, yeah. and this was at a time when now we're desensitised now because of all the yew tree and all the stuff that's gone on. We, they, it seems like these kiddie fiddlers left, right, and centre. Yeah. Whereas at the time that was, uh, ooh, you know, if, if someone was a child molester or was it underage sex or whatever, that was a huge horrendous thing. And this, the main character in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Was was a person not only interfered with children but murdered them. Yeah, yeah. And and there we were, you know. And yet, still, you were watching it. And later on, like I mean, I think up to the third one, you were aware that he's the bad guy and yeah. you're on the side. But I later on, pretty much, you were sort of rooting for him to get rid of these annoying horrible Obnoxious teenage. kids yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's weird isn't it? it it just became all about the inventive deaths so it? i don't know what i i have absolutely no idea where uh where you draw the line with them but to, I, to bring it full circle johnny depp was in the first one was he yeah oh god, god. grief that's how old these things are isn't he's it? the one who dies in the uh the bed of blood yeah you do you forget how old these things are like when you see interview with a vampire Mm. And then you did, there's that someone who, who you can sort of look at her, Dunst, and think, well, she's about age, knocking around my age-ish, sort of, and then mm. you think, Jesus, that was they were a child then, and then you think, yeah, so was I probably watching it, well, you know, and then maybe not then. I can't maybe, remember. Yeah, that was about mm, 95, something like that, was it? Yeah, maybe it was a bit older than that, but it, was, uh, it still 94. seems to me not that long ago. No. I mean, to me, it's it's crazy seeing her that young in it. But she could be one of your daughters. Yeah, I know, it's it's bizarre, isn't it? But yeah, it's bizarre. Um William says, Hi Mike, long time listener and long time buyer of Starburst. The other week you had a guy on who featured the top fifty or so cult films. He challenged you on a few items which was quite refreshing. Is he due on again? He 
said he was going to do the TV ones, and I know he's listening tonight, so we might get him back on soon and do the TV ones because he didn't get time to do them. We're going to do movies and TV, so we may be doing it. Um, He had a non-geek attitude, that is true, although there's bits of him where he can be geeky. He's he's geekier than he thinks he is, to be honest. But besides that, I love the show, especially the carry-on section by Martin the other week. Again, very refreshing. I think you need to do an Avengers special regards well and i think you mean the avengers with steed and peel i reckon what do you reckon yeah 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 i i we're getting a bit out comic booked i think at the moment i know that's the thing in it have we now got to the stage where the avengers is not steed and peel yeah it's now a load of superheroes i still think of them though yeah i don't think younger people do though do they definitely not it's the boots yeah um kelly's saying banshee is so underrated yet so cool it's a must to uh buy from itunes yes indeed i'll take your point kelly i i i will oh dear me (laughs) that denge bloke really pisses me off can you not ban him i i don't know what he is he's he's like um it's like something you can't get off your shoe yeah it's like an exorcism that's needed and i've tried i mean i my word i've been off for the summer break sometimes for months and then we've come back on not even really announced it and he's just there and he's there and even when i've done weird special shows he turns up and i don't know what to do maybe it doesn't actually exist maybe it's one of them uh AIs. Yeah, it's, maybe it's, it's just a virus been, or something. I yeah, don't know. And it's just taken over the machine. Yeah. Chris is saying, um, any chance of showing Hammer's Moon Zero 2 at the film festival? I would willingly cancel the bank holiday. I've booked at the same time to see that on the big screen. Moon Zero 2 is good. Yeah, it's very underrated. It's... Actually, can we bear that in mind? Yeah. Because that's an idea. Because we're still, obviously, we've got room for some last stuff that we're finalising now. I do really fancy that. Yeah, it's got... Um... Yeah. Well, Michelin as well. Yeah, well, the Hammer movies are being massively featured at the festival because we've got Marcus Hearn and these amazing, and I mean, I don't use this lightly, amazing new documentaries going to premiere, and it's a it's the the, the documentary on Hammer films, and he's uh, premiering it at the festival, and we've been given the permission to show some unseen Hammer films. Like literally, how long is it since they've been seen the ones uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, they're, they're quite rare. Yeah, no, you will the ones not that, have seen that them. They're not spoken about often. Yeah, and and you will not have seen them, and you cannot buy them, and you cannot get hold of them. Now they will be available at some stage later on after they've been featured at the festival, but it will be a long time. So I'm I'm excited about that because I'm with Hammer. Like it's weird when I asked you the other week. I thought, Ooh, how many is there? I've never actually counted what I've been given a number. But you, you're right. Well, the you probably is a hundred. Not they're not just the horror stuff. So no. Well, they, this is the thing. They, people realise that they've done uh, the comedies, the sitcoms. Mm-hmm. They did oh, loads God. of yeah. them, didn't well, they? We, we could have the uh, on the buses trilogy. Yeah. Harry Harrison saying Hololens. It's the future. I don't get what what does that what, mean? What's that? Hololens. Hololens. You need to look that up, Martin. That's oh. all you you need to look it up. Got hollow um, legs. Paula, hi guys. How much is it to go to the film festival? Go on, Martin. How much is the? Sorry, how much is your super duper wor- whirly bird pass? Or right, whirly bird pass at the moment. I think it's sixty pound. Yeah, and you can. And then it. you can get um, a top up with the accommodation. Yeah, and it's about one hundred and eighty nine pound all in. 
the accommodation. Tell you what's all in. I've got to say the accommodation is unbelievable because you won't get any accommodation that weekend because it's Pride and everybody comes to Manchester for Pride, whereas you should be coming to Manchester because of this film festival. Because of Geek Pride, you see. But I but you can always go and hit Pride right after we close on the uh, Friday and then come back, or you could stay up late and watch the horrible bills that are on throughout the weekend that yeah. are into the early hours. So it's up to people, whatever they do, but I love the pub that we've got next door. Yeah. So that's giving you a hint of where I may be later. Well, but I'm staying across the road. Just later tonight. Yeah, I'm just. I'm actually staying, um, not going home, I'm staying uh, I'm staying in town for it. It's going to be great. Uh, Keith's saying, I look back to the 70s and the abuse that happened to kids was so obvious, yet it seemed okay to slap a girl on the arse or watch a racist TV show, which there was many, but it was entertaining, shocking to say now, but true. I guess so. I mean, I thought the big one that everyone goes on about, like, the, there is no defending, for example, the the, the, yeah, the black and white menstrual show. Yeah. What was going on with that? But that, they, that, is, that was old sort of like music hall sort of tradition. It, it, it is, was, but it was it, still It was just lame weird. anyway, wasn't it's, it? So it was, it was lame and it was weird as well, if you ask me. But, but the... Your Al Jolson type stuff. I think that that was that was more obviously out of place to me that looked out of place then and i was really young thinking what is this i remember thinking that i got i got to see them live i got dragged to see them live yeah but was it the real ones though yes it could have been anybody dressed up well i don't know they were good grief i I, i'm glad i don't know i bet you queued up Um, for the autographs no but i mean the i'm trying to think now i mean the one that that i do defend from that era is um Love thy neighbour. I defend because, a lot from that era, as because, you well know. Well, yeah, you defend too much. You do. You, you're <laughs> trying to get Savile back on TV. No, no, that that's um, that's not exactly what I've said. That he's never going back. Then them repeats are never coming back. Oh, God, no. We had this conversation. I what I'm saying is, it was the other week, and, it was and about someone said expunging them out of history. That's what I was. Same. No, but so, not you. Somebody else said, well, it was being discussed in the office. They said, well, there will be a point when oh, yeah. they can be back on. And I just went, no, you're wrong. You're totally wrong. No, there, there is always a point. I think even Gary Glitter pops up every now and again. In America, they're still things. playing yeah. because yeah. they don't, uh, don't realise anything. Yeah, you ain't going to get repeats of, of, of Jimmy Savile stuff on TV. You're not going to get Jim or Fix It back on UK Gold. It's just never going to happen, and that's well, do, you not, fact. do you not think Shane Ritchie regrets doing that reboot now? Yeah, of course he does, yeah. Of course he does. Everybody does. But at the end of the day, it's it was a big shocking revelation to yeah. the public, whereas it turns out that people like Shane Ritchie, I'm not, I'm not saying he knew, but, but that's were the, that, certainly working in an arena where some people did know. That is the, the worst thing about it, though. Yeah, I know, but well, like I say, where, where I'm defending some of the shows back then, mm. if you remember The Love Thy Neighbour, I do, yeah, was, the, was, is set. unfairly maligned because the guy that's in it, very much like Till Death Do Us Part, I'll always defend that because it was done from the point of view where the racism and the stupidity and the language which is unacceptable was being used by the white character and the, or the, the character that's supposed to be the, the, the everyman character, that he's supposed to be the bigoted guy in the mm. street, the sun reader, no offence. and um, oh, every offence. Yeah, and he, he basically the, the black guy was always the guy who would re- watch BBC Two documentaries, yeah. read, the, read the Times, yeah, was a bit educated and always come out on top. And, and it was done in a way. And well, I know it wasn't an acceptable form of storytelling, but at least that one had 
the right message. Well, Whereas I think that stuff ba- like um, mind your language is just offensive. Well, no, not really. Oh, but, it is a bit. But, but it was it, getting a laugh out of people who can't talk properly. It's ridiculous. It still had a point. But did it? Love thy neighbour. It? It, even more important than the than Rudolph Walker's character. Yeah. Uh, coming out on top is the women came out on top more often. Oh yeah, but that's like a, a you know, bit, that's they, sexist they, though, isn't it? That well, no, but because yeah. it's it's more ca- a it case was, of you know, it was oh, always, no, the women behind the men are really. It's it like, was yeah. always you know, Jack Smethurst was the the guy. Who, yeah, but they weren't. It, it was, but, yeah, but he was didn't always have a job the buffoon. And a career, though, did they? No, they were. They were. They were, they were the little women know. at home, but they were. Uh, they always got the upper hand. Yeah, but that's still sexist though. They haven't got a job, they haven't got a career. All they do is literally stay at home, put up with with the grief off these two hunter-gatherer types and then have to um, fight really hard to uh, sort all the mess out at the end. No, and, they I mean, just, that's they just realised, sexist, they realised what was going on and they just went, oh, you're a bunch of buffoons. Yeah, and then they went and did the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was it, that that part of it. I I just thought that the the one thing that everyone throws at it is oh it's racist. And I, well, it isn't because the racism is there and it's shown it, to be utterly stupid and pointless. Absolutely, it is showing what an idiot he is. Yeah. So it, it is weird though. And Dench says people love him. He's he's got oh, do people people are talking about him. No, well, he can get his own show if he wants. I know. This laptop's making a noise. Have you heard it? It's like a fan. It's because like, it's, it's hot, isn't it? It is. It's a bit warm in here. Yeah, I know. What else is there? Actually, we haven't done any news. No, we haven't. No. Uh, Shall we do some and see what happens? Yeah, let's, there's always a first, isn't there? Uh, Go on, then. Let's have a quick one, then. Uh, Shane Black's directing a new Doc Savage film. Oh, with, uh, with The Rock. Yeah. and I, I don't know. Yeah. I suppose he looks like him, doesn't he? A bit. No, he's supposed to be blonde, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I mean in the muscle and the build, because Doc Savage is very overtly muscular, very whatever. He well, looks man like of bronze. That. But you are right about he's supposed to be, he's supposed to look quite uh, bronze, but Nordic sort of. Well, yeah, because he was the man of bronze, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I know. So you're saying that the fact is it, that The Rock doesn't look like that is no, a problem. I've, that's not, that's not a problem. I think the problem is let's get some new properties. Come on. Write some new stories. Shane Black did the uh, third uh, Iron Man movie. Mm. And to some... Which was good. I enjoyed it, but some people, some hardcore fans, I think Mr Andrew Pollard was, I'm not sure if he's a, a plus or a minus on the Iron Man 3 front. Um, I thought it was all right. A lot of people just went, no, that joke with the Mandarin can't get past it. It's a load of comedy. It's not It's not as good as the other Iron Man movies. And they just don't, they don't I discuss it. I thought it was it. really good. I've, I enjoyed the Mandarin bit, even though it was uh, Mr Kingsley. But, oh, God almighty. He was actually bearable in that, though. I couldn't, yeah, it was I a nice little it. twist, because they could have made it, you know, and twisted it again. Yeah, I know. I mean, they did a follow-up. A sequel that, to Iron Man Three in the, the in little short thing, wasn't the it? short where it turned out that the yes, the it was a shitbag shuffle from start to finish because they they'd had that much grief over the Mandarin that they felt they had to put it right. So the real Mandarin sends someone to sort him out for using his name. Yeah, I think that was a bit lame because you, they committed to that. Yeah. They should have just stuck with it. But hey, if there is a real Mandarin, there you go. But the problem is they the Mandarin was sort of like a wizard with magic rings. 
Yeah. Who's also, again, we're going on about racism tonight. Oh, my good grief. It's there practically Fu Manchu, wasn't it? He was proper Fu Manchu. And it's difficult to get that across in the, in the way these Oriental villains from the from the nineteen twenties to sixties, yeah, they they're done in a really really offensive way, and so it's difficult. And I mean, the worst one has to be the character that the the manservant of Black Hawk in the DC comics mm. is a guy called Chop Chop. <laughs> and he's literally running round, and he's this stupid-looking cartoon character of a Chinese guy, and he's all and he's always talking. The I bet way he's he always stooped as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, and the way he does his language, they have him talking like um, like man your language, you know. Yeah, like when Benny Hill used to do the. Uh... There you go. See, I mean, I love Benny Hill. Who was it who brought this up now? See, yeah. who, who who emailed in over this? You've got us on right. The, we've got another another, another tweet then. Uh, Demonics, one of our... Keith who started this. Yeah, Keith, I love I you. I blame him. Um, what do we think about the reshoots for Star Wars Rogue One? Yeah, guess this what? Is, this is, brings us into some okay, good news. Can I, okay, well, just say this, yeah. I, I've been reading Facebook and I've been reading the, the outpouring of it and it sort of goes like this. The tabloids have all said that and then everybody that, that likes the Star Wars and da, 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 <clears> I've all been going, it means nothing, it's all, it's all fine and these things are normal and all that. Okay, right, can I just tell you, it's not, it's not fine. It's not fine at all. Um, it is okay to do some reshoots, but these are extensive, massive amount of reshoots, which is really worrying. The bit where it is actually, and this comes from the horse's mouth, this is absolutely direct. And I've and speaking to someone today about this, and and this is someone whose judgment I trust totally. And yeah, there are, there they have literally created characters in the reshoots that are going to be new in the narrative so that goes way beyond reshoots yeah. that goes to the fact that's that rewriting. Was, yeah that's rewriting and restructuring the movie because if you are going to have these reshoots they could be taking place early on in the film and they meet a character and then they film another scene later on where that character's there interacting and there are characters that are being introduced into this film now that they're I've... casting the expression is shoehorned. Yeah, shoehorning. I think shoehorning is too polite. Yeah. They, they are literally uh, altering the DNA of the movie as we speak at the stage where they ought to be just doing effects work. They should be polishing them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's a, it, no way you can all say whatever you want, but it is a major, major problem for them to be doing that and to be literally characterising and, and introducing new new segments to the story at this stage it shows that they watched it and it was a disaster for them to be doing this because if it was halfway right they'd just add a few reshoots work on a few effect sequences no they are reshooting whole segments of the film and introducing newly cast characters that are being written into the story it's a disaster yep and and that's 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 that and on that, I think maybe we go for a, a break. A quick one? Yep, have a quick one. Our, our and then final have a break, break as well. Our, <laughs> our final break of the evening. And I say, hey, being downbeat seems like really downbeat, but unless somebody's come across a movie where that sort of stuff's ended well. The the last movie that I know that's had, um, and it wasn't this amount, it had a major reworking was Alien 3, and mm. we all know what happened to that.
Starburst Radio, winners of the Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Be grateful that we let you listen. Pathfinder Legends, Mummy's Mask, The Slave Trenches of Hakatep. We've seen some things on the road, but a flying pyramid? That really takes... That is your final warning. You have one more day to hand over the wizard Ezran and his companions to me, or suffer utter destruction! What is under attack? A flying pyramid, the five-pointed sun, firing beams of darkness. They demand we sacrifice you to them. Come quickly! So, it has begun. Your task is perilous. But Akotep must be brought down if Ossidion is to endure. Revenge me against the accursed Sky Pharaoh. Revenge me. Arby's back! Cast aside weapon and tool, armor and cloth, that you may stand before General Isatemkebet in true humility. I think we're here. Seen some things in my travels. Oh, my. Behold, the slave trenches of Hakatep. Incomplete. But I remember all. I am Hakotep the First, the Sky Pharaoh. I rise again. Know this. All Assyrians shall bow before my power once more! <laughs> Big Finish. We love stories. With over 250,000 followers, why not join the largest sci-fi, horror, and fantasy community on the net? Starburst Magazine on Twitter. Subscribe today to Starburst underscore mag. You are listening to Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Unlike Empire Magazine. Embrace the Alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've on the break just been arguing over Michael Jackson, whether he did or he didn't, and me saying that Brian Singer... And never mind, let's change the subject. Our our X-Man director, Brian Singer, yes, a a person who who I may appreciate some of his early movies, but I'm not sure that I like some of his later moves, especially with the youth, shall we say. His young moves. Yeah, very young, young, young (coughs) children. Anyway, here we go. Why are we talking about all this this week? Anyway, talking about inappropriate sex and weird stuff, Quadrophenia. Yes, there's uh, been news this week that they're doing a sequel, which is how thrilling can that be? Well, I, 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 I adore Quadrophenia. It's, it's a great album. The film was brilliant. Yes, it didn't. It took years to get its cult following. Is it actually possible to have more a film that more fills the criteria of of it? It was of its time. Absolutely. It it was so of its time. It, it it couldn't be more of its time. It was it it's something that the the iconography of it is is that period. Yeah. You know, it sums that period up. But then then when uh, I read this, I started to think, oh no, please. 
and it's Toya Wilcox, who, you know, one of the stars of the original movie. Mm-hmm. For the people of a certain age, she's sort of a a character, a face, a person of the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Late, late 70s. She started up. off in the yeah, punk yeah. stuff. Yeah. And very, you know, of that time, again, you know, part of growing up. And then you then you got a reader saying this. Um, she's commenting on the sequel, and she's obviously up for being in it, or will be in it, definitely. Mm-hmm. The, she says, it's the natural journey for my character, naturally, uh, and nearly 40 years on, uh, has seen her become a sexual predator, working in the sex industry as a madam. She's married to one of the other main characters, and they're swingers. Boy, I can't wait to see that. Yep. Like, I've already seen her take a massive dump on the kitchen floor and have a, have a piss. Yeah, but you shouldn't have class. invited her around. Oh, that's not... That's <laughs> a terrible cash out. That's just... But you know it's... No, the, the film, ah. The film, ah, which, funnily enough, in Quadrophenia, she played a character called Monkey. And, oh, that's and, and awesome, that, yeah, and then yeah. In R, they all They're speak all, like monkeys. Yeah, that that's the film the that I I've mentioned on air occasionally. Uh, directed and written by Steve Oram. Yeah, who and, was in Sightseers. Yes. Now I I saw this because I'd heard it went down well at Fright Fest and that people thought it was quite interesting. I watched it. I I don't know what to say about it. I mean, you've got everybody being gorillas, but they're not gorillas, and and it, there is a story. I quite like the ending. Um, I've got to say that if you're not in the mood for that, it's hard work. And it was okay. Yeah, That's the best I can. And do. she does. Obviously, she's in the kitchen, and she she, she takes a big shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I needed to see that. And I'm still not sure I needed to see that. I'm still not sure I, anybody needs to see that. No. But it happened. So now we've got to see her as a a a madam and she's swingering around the sex scene swingering yeah yeah is that's not a word that no no it is now it is now so there you go it's based on the, on the novel as well isn't it the yeah uh, to be someone it's called which yeah. uh it's nothing to do with the who although uh pete townsend's give it his blessing apparently okay with a windmill so do we want to see this then no I don't know. Um, I, I love Quadrophenia, and I think it's it's of its time. It's it, it sums up a whole zeitgeist. It's very good. Um, Phil Daniels plays the amazing sort of like split personality character, and it's summed up youth and and everything. Yeah, but, I know, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, but it's more de- it's pretty depressing, isn't it? When yeah. the, when you see later on this kind, it's a depressing story. Right? Yeah, that I mean, story was it wasn't all laughs anyway was no, it no it was, it was it was the lads it was it came about the same time as uh, Scum remember that one yeah oh god that was hard work Scum yeah, um, that was a tough movie that was but yeah it had that sort of grittiness to it yeah 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 no yeah. Um, but I don't know if you've seen it for a while uh, there's a great bit if you watch it on the non-widescreen version when yeah. it used to be on TV it was 4-3 right 4-3 ratio mm. And they're running through Brighton and everything like that yeah. during the riots or mm. when they're doing the fighting with the, the mods and the rockers. Yeah. And they run past the cinema and yeah. Heaven Come Waits on, which is 1978. Oh, really? <laughs> so that's froze the period off totally. Oh, really? <laughs> right, yeah. I've, I've not noticed But that. you have to see it in the 4-3. So. Oh, God, that's brilliant. You see, the thing is, the 
they, there's another sequel that was announced the other week, and, and I always lump these in as, as very important as capturing that moment in time, and that is train spotting. Yeah. So, and I think Quadrophenia and train spotting. The, 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 the two sides of the same coin sort of just different areas. Yeah, 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 and they're doing a sequel to that as well. And and then you think, well, is that that I'm more up for because the passage the, of time and won't at least be it's quite. the original writer. Yes, and and the passage of time isn't that long that that it makes it less relevant to me. Forty years on, it's difficult to see the relevance because you've not seen somebody slowly become whatever no. you see suddenly see the uh, this old person and go oh they sort of like they used to be but not and this uh, just sort of reeks of cashing it's too because far it's, it's, do, it's done well on dvd and blu-ray and things like that it still gets shown at yeah. re- retrospectives the who still tore the album now and again yeah you know that's so, why that's what they're playing on there you go so why are we up for that let us know um, Liam's just emailed in. He says, "You forget, Mike. People are stupid." So Alf Garnett was seen as a hero to some. I, I can tell you, I knew Warren Mitchell, and I had him a few times down, and I had him do a show at uh, at Fab, and, and yeah, he was a lot of fun when you're out and about because there was some of him in the character, but not the negative, the racist stuff, the the crotchety old guy who won't put up with any fools. That was him, uh, but not the rest of it. And he said it was crazy, but that he would be doing this show and then the next day he'd be walking down the street and people would be going, ah, that was great, you're showing them blacks what for and everything and he'd go, you stupid idiots. So it wasn't lost on him either and it's, he was he was one hell of a guy, just got to say Warren Mitchell was, was one of the nicest guys I've met while I've been doing all these jobs. He, he was ace and uh, Alf Garnett, he, he was an important cultural icon at the time because he did he did by turning it on its head, mm. draw attention to how stupid it, it actually was yeah. to be behaving like because that. Because everything he said was a contradiction. Yeah. Right. Paul Ripley saying, thanks for the comments. We'll be there with the top 25 cult TV shows anytime. Also, the top 2070 shows. That, that, oh, I'll, I've got to be on with that one. Yeah, we've all got to have an argument over that. Um, John... Hanson saying, hi, mate, we've never met but seem to hang around in similar circles. This week I saw a picture of that knobhead, Paddy O'Hare, who used to be on your station and ripped off thousands in Blackpool. The picture on Facebook was him on a craft out of uh, Flash Gordon. I saw this one myself. Which is a long way of saying uh, how overrated that film was and is utter nonsense, but seemed to work well for Freddie Mercury and company anyway. Good show, great station, keep it up. That's the problem with this guy, um, not you, John, um, Paddy, because he was involved in that. It's still very raw with people. They didn't get paid, and you've got him all over Facebook cavorting about and selling photographs that were taken there. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I mean, Although when, we both draw an exception. Flash Gordon was great. Oh, Flash Gordon. I like, it was fun. It was fun. It? it was fun, at least, wasn't it? I, but, but I did love the soundtrack. I did. Um um, just have a look. Uh, Shelley says, "Hi, Mike. I I know it's uh, I suppose like in Mumford and Sons, but Eddie the Eagle is fantastic and made me cry. Eddie the Eagle, I've not seen yet. No. I wanted to see it because I quite like what's his face out of Kingsman's in it. Oh yes, yes, yeah, and yeah. I quite like him. Taryn Edgerton is it? That's it. Yeah, I yep. like him, and I would. I will watch it. I will watch it. But it's funny though, isn't it? Because it is at least admitting that we as our sports icons are not quite 
as icons you get in the United States, are they? Yeah, we kept getting PR people saying, "Please, do you want to review this, please?" And it just wasn't us. Yeah, we did. It was nothing like. Yeah, they weren't. It wasn't like a. Cult. It might end up a cult movie later on, but I don't know anybody who's seen it actually. No, it's so, out on DVD soon. Yeah, but Charlie says it's good, and it made her cry. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping that's a good cry. Yeah, that it was fun. And not not- cried that the fact that you've been to see it. Yeah, I paid eight quid for this. Oh no! So. Other good one this week for me. Do you hear about the Bond? Yeah. Yeah, Sam Mendes. So you had last week um, the troll troll features was moaning that yeah. he's finished with Bond. Craig, he's going to move on and Craggy. da da da. So okay, fine, that's done with. And so he says, but I still think he's waiting for the cash out. But they've apparently offered him sixty million to do two more, and he said no. If well, that's, that's true, true, sixty for that, one, he'd do, wouldn't he? Yeah, then that will be it. This is what happened with Pierce Brosnan. He asked for a load and they just replaced mm. him. Uh, Sam Mendes, the director of Skyfall and Spectre, says he's done with the franchise. Speaking at Wales Hay Festival, Mendes said it was an incredible adventure. Loved every second, but it's time for somebody else. I think it was time for somebody else before you were the director, Sam. So that's good. I <laughs> don't think he's done. I think that those films were okay. Uh, Skyfall wasn't my favourite Bond. I didn't really take to it that well. My favourite out of Craig's will always be Casino Royale. That was great. The others, I had some issues with them. And I've got to say, the worst part of Sam Mendes doing the directing on them is that his mate comes along and does the soundtrack. Yeah. And then you are robbed of David Arnold, who actually does decent soundtracks that are sometimes they're not they're never going to be john barry but they're certainly very bond and very good and they've well, got good tunes yeah whereas um they 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 it's almost yeah, it's newman and it and he's um the the last two soundtracks for these bond movies have been totally forgettable and the they shoehorn one little bar in a bar or two of the actual title song and they're not even allowed to use the the song that's the title of the film Mm-hmm. In the in the soundtrack, yeah, you know, I, I don't like the music. I don't. I'm not keen on. I think he's a bit too art house as well. And yep. whether or not you like uh, those two is it a different thing. I don't know. I personally think they're a bit overrated. I, I thought the story inspector was abysmal. Yeah, I really did. I don't care that there were some good action moments, and yeah, the beginning was amazing of Spectre. But God, I, I hated the twist. And I didn't, yeah, not keen of my uh, my blowfells wandering around. We know we know socks on either. Yeah, <laughs> know what I mean? It's, um, That's the euphemism in itself. Yeah, I mean, it was always like, oh, go and put your socks on. Go on, be a good boy. It's when you're wearing them Mandarin suits, you can yeah. be menacing. That's where it's good. It's uh, the Bond movies sort of brought them in with uh, Doctor No and um, Blofeld, like you, you know, mm. and yeah, he was wearing it with no socks on and he's just and he's got these loafers on and I'm like oh dear me yeah it's like <laughs> wow shaking in my boots being uh, interrogated by this guy you'd just stamp on his feet wouldn't you yeah yeah. so there we go so what well, else is the Martin well we, that could lead into you telling us what you did at this uh, this uh, concert you went to Hans Zimmer he yeah. was live and you I mentioned music. got taken by uh, the promoters, they gave me tickets to go and, and have a chat about it and tell you what it was like. So I went to see it. It was good. Hans Zimmer was live and he had his whole 
orchestra with him that he's had from many many years the last 20 years um, been with him a lot of very talented people um, the repartee was good starts with like driving Miss Daisy goes forward mm, you that's get, a great score though. it was yeah and then and then it, it moves forward and my if I've got any criticism it starts to get a bit of a mess towards the end where I didn't like the Interstellar soundtrack and just loudly playing a load of banging and droning organs to get your point across is not my idea of a good soundtrack I didn't really appreciate it so having that to end on wasn't great but luckily they came back with Inception and that was a very very good bit of music that and seeing it live was great they they had Johnny Marr on stage Mm -hmm. and he was doing some stuff with them and the yeah the Dark Knight stuff was great and there was uh, a lot the, the Pirates of the Caribbean live that was very very rousing and very good and it was great seeing the musicians doing their stuff and the cellos going mad because the spring the string section's great gotta say best I, I'll go back to what I said about Man of Steel best thing about it that soundtrack they played that live it was mesmerising it was great again I've just gotta say with Hans Zimmer the thing that stops him for me being one of the greats like John Williams Jerry Goldsmith John Barry is his overuse of percussion instruments it's just mm. drums 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 and whenever he's trying to get something across over the last 15 years he's moved progressively over to drums 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 and it's all drums since Dark Knight um the uh, one with Heath Ledger as the Joker that there is um, as if I have to explain that on this yeah. show the the uh, yeah he's just been drum 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 so it's always anything ex- dangerous happening it's and it's all that I would prefer I personally I prefer horns flutes you know he yeah. does strings Pink well ones. yeah you know yeah I mean you know brass section don't get a look in sometimes with this and and the but the worst one of the lot I say downside of it he decided for some reason that this amazing you know a lot I mean even if if I don't like um interstellar it I get that some people do so it makes sense that it's on there the whole lineup from start to finish went through all his movies even through rain man all the mm. way through up you know, Pirates of the Caribbean up to present day, um, Crimson Tide and stuff. Yeah, yeah very good. Um, he had a choir because he was one of the. He, he did start. This is will give credit where credit's due. He did start a lot of this choral stuff, mm. even prior to, um, you know, the the uh, John Williams using him for um, Phantom Menace. Yeah, you know, and that's great. But my word, uh, they they put in um, they put in Spider Man Two, Amazing Spider Man Two, which is one of the worst soundtracks I've ever heard. It's certainly the worst soundtrack he's ever done. I suspect I'm, I've not looked into this, but did um, Johnny Marr have something to do with some of the? I think he probably did arrangement of yeah, it because yeah. he was there on stage as if he definitely needed to be there, and and everyone was freaking out. Oh, it's Johnny Marr, but that number was just literally drums going full on guitars wailing just everything assaulting you the entire orchestra just all playing all in the mix all the same level it was a mess man it was just the worst thing I'd heard yeah it was awful and I just switched off and I pretended I was somewhere else until it finished that was like five ten five to about six seven minutes it went on for then it it went into uh, other stuff but uh, no 
not not a big uh, not a big fan of that one sorry that's the worst thing he's ever done that soundtrack yeah. worst film uh, worst superhero film I've ever seen and one of the worst soundtracks I've ever heard there you go but he, it was good there was a nice touching moment where he he said that when he was asked about the the where would you put it the slaying at the movie theatre with the shootings with the uh, in Aurora where the guy was dressed as a joker they heard that had happened with Dark Knight Rises got released and he he did this little uh, piece of music which some of his friends did uh, some choral singing on and, and stuff that was called Aurora just to you know pay tribute to them and yeah, it was good, and there was uh, music from The Lion King, and the actual guy that that uh, sings the the stuff on the soundtrack was there, so yeah, he right. came on stage. Um, he was great. It's good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very worth uh, going to. So, if any of you get a chance to go and see Hans Zimmer live on this tour, I can heartily recommend it. Um, when uh, Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man Two comes on, don't go, listen to his nonsense to about. Yeah, go to the loo or go and get a drink if you can. Because, believe me, he tells you some little story about, oh, you can if you listen carefully, you can hear Itsy Bitsy Spider. Well, number one, not interested. Why do we need to hear that anyway in, the, in it? And you don't hear that at all. You hear nothing. You hear... Bang, 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 bang. Noise. It's just noise. It's just people. It's like, it's like people making noise with instruments, not music. Anyway, that's the grumpy old man reviewing the music. No, no, it's great. It, 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 it was all brilliant except for that. That was dreadful. That's that's. I the, think we should have that as a soundbite. Yeah, just. Uh, can I have that as a soundbite for my show? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just bah, bah, bah. This, just noise, just noise. <laughs> that's noise. The rest of it was very beautiful noise. Whereas this was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't my cup of tea. You know, we're nearly we're nearly at the end now. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything else on Twitter before we go? Uh, nothing. No, People well, are voting for us. That's yeah. good. Well, if any of you want to keep voting, that is much appreciated. And I that that is all I can ask for. And I'm just about to bugger off and uh, go up a mountain and see my uh, my friend get married, which would be nice. So yeah. hopefully nothing will go wrong there, but you never know, do you? And that is the music. So it's time to uh, get moving. So I hope I get back in one piece. And if I do then next week's show we will have also got the magazine off to print and I can relax a little bit more. I feel like my voice is going. Yep. Anyway I've been Mike and he's been Martin and we will definitely see you post deadline next week.
listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio, brought to you in association with Aero Films.